started. All right, you guys, summer, summertime. And the living's easy. Name that group. It's here. We're smack dab in it at the Avis house. And we are leaving. When I'm recording this, we're leaving tomorrow. When you hear this, we will have already completed our first story gathering weekend in Charleston, South Carolina, with what we are anticipating to be close to a hundred people gathering together to share about themselves with Down syndrome and the people connected to them. So yes, so good. But enough about that. (laughs) Just me here today and it is time to shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down syndrome. All right, you guys, I just wrapped up an interview that I cannot wait for you to hear. We have some very exciting guests who recently took a trip to Hollywood for a movie premiere. You know, no big deal. They are shifting narratives on and off the big screen. I'm excited to chat with them. Stick around. Welcome to the Lucky Few podcast. Okay, you guys. So like I said, the Avis family, we are starting off on our four-week, five-city story gathering tour where we are going to be meeting with people who have Down syndrome and those who love them, capturing their stories, spending some time together. And all of those stories are going to be put into the world because we believe that stories have the power to connect us um, and to heal us and to help us really shift this Down syndrome narrative. We want to make sure that everybody can see themselves in it. So we're gathering a diverse and like really incredible variety of stories from people with Down syndrome to parents and siblings and teachers and coaches and best friends and boyfriends and girlfriends and everything in between. So join us at the Lucky Few. Follow us on Instagram, the Lucky Few official, also the Lucky Few Foundation. And then you can be on the luckyfoundation.org to learn more about it. As you're following along, if you feel like this is something you believe in and you want to give to it, you can go to the luckyfoundation.org and donate today. Um, we're gathering all these stories and we are going to be putting them into the world. So we definitely need help with that task. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you ahead of time. Um, also, if you haven't done so yet, my new book, Everyone Belongs comes out August 9th. You can pre-order it right now anywhere you buy books. Every pre-order matters significantly. So thank you for that as well. Okay, friends, let's do this. Before we get started with this amazing interview, I'm going to read a review. Um, We love these reviews. They come in. It helps us so much to know how we're doing and to know that we are connecting with our audience. This comes from Mundy HC, who says, each week you all give me so much to think about. I deeply appreciate all of the joys and challenges you share. I find myself nodding my head and laughing or crying along with you. Thank you for keeping it real and being narrative shifters. Monday HC, thank you so much for leaving that review. Um, This episode is one in which coming up that I cry on as well and laugh and all those feelings. So if you listen to the podcast and you enjoy it, you haven't left a review yet, you can head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, and then we'll read it aloud next week. That means so much to us. Okay, here we go. All 
All right, friends, I'm here with Jasmine Ferries, her brother Chad Ferries, and Patrick Longstreth. Jasmine is a woman with Down syndrome who is the focus of Iron Family, a documentary directed and produced by Patrick. Iron Family captures the process of Jasmine writing and starring in plays that she and her family perform for her small town every summer. It's full of humor and honesty and so much more. And I am so, so excited that we get to, to, to chat today and share all about it with you. So Jasmine and Chad and Patrick, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank so you. that's Jasmine. So Jasmine, say hi. Hi. And then this is Patrick. Say hi. Hello. And Chad. Hey, everybody. Okay. So we'll, we'll help you listeners keep track of everyone of the, vo- the different voices here since you don't see our faces. But let's start with a little bit of background. Um, so Jasmine and Chad are brother and sister. So Jasmine, tell us where you live, where you're maybe where, where you're originally from, a little bit more about you. Okay, um, I was born uh, in Marquette, Michigan. I am born, I live in I'm River, Michigan, Upper Peninsula, and I've been there for uh, half my whole life. Um, um, thing about me is I love to sing, I like to dance, I like to act, um, um, I, I love to listen to music and write and um, I, you know, I'm a very passionate, loving person, and I got all that good qualities from my mom. Oh, that's so sweet. Have you mm-hmm. always, is acting and dancing, singing, writing, all that been something you've loved since you can remember, since you were little? Yes, I, yes, I have. Um, I've been uh, doing that since the day I got out of my mom's um, tummy, so, <laughs> so it was a really good process for me to, you know, to develop some skills when I was growing up, because I went to, um, I went to a lot of schools when I was really younger, and um, I, I don't want to name all the schools yet, but, um, you know, thanks, well, for me and my education, um, that helped me write even more better, and I have great penmanship, and so that's how I went to write, and then I emulated that into what I was going going through in my mind and and writing is how I cope with my feelings and how I feel and so that helped me and I guess that's how I started uh, this uh, uh, play that I developed so it helped me a lot. So cool I'm a writer as well and my middle daughter is 11 and she writes all her feelings and is a songwriter and all of those things so I love I love that out on my dolls too so that's kind of like a good a good release yeah that's great thanks for sharing that jasmine okay we're going to jump over to chad chad is jasmine's brother tell us a little bit about yourself chad where you're at things that we need to know about you sure um well i i was raised mostly in the upper peninsula of michigan as well um but jasmine and i are 15 years apart and so for the most part, I was like an only child. And then um, Jasmine came into the picture when I was in mm-hmm. uh, high school. And she came into the picture at a time, actually, when I was pretty rebellious, <laughs> and, uh, not very accepting of um, my, my mom and her choices and, and so on. And uh, that's covered a little bit in the documentary in this uh, kind of touching interview that we have with one of my old counselors in Marquette. Um, but then after that, uh, I, I got myself together and um, 
actually I went into to re recovery um, for alcoholism and drug abuse when I was very young, 17 years old. And I've been sober ever since. And wow. that allowed me to go off to college. And um, I ended up getting a, a graduate degree in, in English and I became a professor. And now I teach at uh, Savannah State University. And I'm also um, a memoirist. I've written a memoir and two books of poetry. And then I help facilitate Jasmine's creative side whenever I can as well. How close do you guys live proximity wise to each other? My geography is the worst. I have know nothing outside of like my little bubble. <laughs> uh, about uh, 1200 miles away from one another. Okay. Not very yeah. close. Yeah. Okay. Savannah's way in the, in the south kind of sits right above uh, Florida and the upper peninsula of Michigan is near the Canadian border. So we're at the, the north, the southern ends of the country. But we, we see one another quite a bit. Like I'm here in Milwaukee together now and we hang out during the summers. And then I've been flying Jasmine down or sometimes she'll drive back and we'll do a long road trip across the country together. And then she'll stay for weeks in Savannah. So we get to see each other a lot throughout the year. That's great. Very cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all that, Chad. Um, okay, Patrick, your turn. Tell us about about you. Yeah, so I'm um, <clears throat> I'm an independent filmmaker, and I um, I work in uh, uh, different uh, industries, like um, my own documentaries, as well as uh, TV and film, doing some post production there. Um, so, I, so I've been working in uh, news and TV and film for twenty years. Um, and then about five years ago, I started getting more into making some of my own short documentaries. And then Iron Family is now my first feature documentary. And uh, we've had some success with it at festivals. And um, we uh, have had a lot of fun uh, going to, um, uh, we had our live premiere in Marquette, Michigan at the Fresh Coast Film Festival. Uh, we won the Golden Badger Award at the Wisconsin Film Festival. Uh, we've, we've been in a few, oh, we won the Audience Award at the Slam Dance Film Festival, which plays at the same time as Sundance. It's sort of the uh, indie avant-garde version of Sundance. And then just this last week, we played in Los Angeles at the famous TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood as part of the Dances with Films um, Festival. And uh, that was wonderful because we took Jasmine to Hollywood. It was her first time there. And we saw all, all kinds of amazing uh, sights and, and people. And, um, and so, yeah, it's just been a really exciting time making this movie. My, my wife helped on the film a lot. She was my producer and she was even my assistant editor and uh, has helped me uh, put everything together for festivals as well. So she, she's, sort of behind the scenes most of the time um but uh always helping very cool patrick when did you start on the film i guess it was um june 2019 is that right chad i so, think you said that is correct yeah no yeah. It was june 2019 oh, uh, yeah. oh no it was july yeah, it was July. July. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because of the rodeo parade. Right? Rodeo. So it was J July 2019. Sorry, the last few years have kind of blurred together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we but we filmed it before COVID, primarily. So you, in the movie, no one's wearing a mask, which is kind of nice. 
Um, and uh, then we we started, I, I got you know really serious into the editing process right about the same time COVID uh, hit in like March 2020. And uh, that turned out to be a blessing because I had a couple projects that got canceled. And so I had like a solid two months to really get serious about the editing. And, um, but then we continued to film um, some more visiting, going back to visit Iron River and filming Chad here and capturing some of the dynamics of Chad and Jasmine's relationship and their mom and just the Upper Peninsula in general. We got a lot of beautiful drone footage um, showing the, you know, beautiful scenery up there. And uh, so after about a year of shooting and then another year of editing, we um, sum started submitting to festivals. And so, yeah, we've had about a year uh, of showing it at festivals now as well. That's amazing. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's get to the to Iron Family. Jasmine, will you tell our listeners what the what Iron Family is about? What's the premise of this film? So the premise of this film is about my play that I put on every year. It's called The Double Life. It's, um, it's, it's kind of like the opposite of my character. Is um, My character, uh, Jasmine Carrington, a.k.a. Uh, McConaughey. Um, she, um, her mother wants her to be a wedding planner. You know, there's a plain, simple, uh, plain, simple job. That she wants, but instead she decided to become a fashion designer for the stars in, in LA. But she still, you know, is still grounded in, in her life with all these celebrities and have fun with it. And um, in the uh, um, early in the uh, first season, um, I dated Matthew McConaughey, and um, and it grown into a um, to a full blown marriage. That I that I've married to him, and it's really fun um, play that I put on every year in the summer, and it's really great. Now we're up to season seven. Now it's called the um, Celebrity Baby Shower. Um, it's gonna be really funny, very comedic, and also very touching at the same time. You'll find out about the baby's gender as well in this, and yeah, and also we. We'll, uh, kind of deep dive into um, Jasmine McConaughey's uh, past as well, you know, in production. But anyway, my whole family is in this production. My mom, my aunt, my aunties, uh, my aunt Holly, my aunt Amy, my cousins are in this film. And um, so, yeah, it's, uh, we have, um, have a great time. We have a ball. We have, um, and we also, Go behind the scenes and do it. Uh, and, and do we do? And we also do the best. Uh, uh, the best that we can do and have fun with it. It's a really wholesome, good play that I put on. So this is so this summer you're working on your seventh play that you you've been doing this for seven years, and so then Patrick, you got word of Jasmine making these plays with her family. Correct mm -hmm. me, I'm I'm filling things in here, not knowing a lot of background, and then that became the premise for this for iron family is this correct yeah okay yeah yeah so chad, chad told me yeah chad told me about it and chad and i you know have known each other for a long time here in savannah georgia and he said he knew that i was a filmmaker and he said uh you know someone has to come document this play and i said well my wife and i have already been thinking about taking a trip to michigan for the summer to get out of the heat 
And so we had uh, like a like a ten day trip planned where we we started at Chicago and went up there, and we were we were gonna do some uh, biking and kayaking and um, hiking and uh, and then film Chad and Jasmine for you know two or three days. But then um, we ended up filming them for seven days straight and uh, capturing just some amazing moments and. I knew after those seven days that we couldn't fit it all into a short film and that, you know, it'd be worth um, capturing more and uh, creating a feature. Um, so in the, in the, in the movie, it, it feels very linear. Like we are capturing the development of the play and, and just interviews with all the family and their relationships. And then uh, the climax is kind of the play. Um, but the way we filmed it was all out of order. And so when we, um, when I, when I was putting together the different scenes, you know, we were rearranging them a lot. And then we actually went back and kind of recreated some scenes like where Greg, um, Greg is, uh, Chad and Jasmine's adopted father and, um, Greg and Jasmine work on the script together every year. So we created like a little zoom session with Greg and Jasmine as they're developing the play. And, uh, and then I filmed some, we filmed some conversations between Chad and Jasmine, um, one of my favorite scenes is where they're on a bridge um, over the Iron River and they're just kind of talking about where they get their creative inspiration. And so those those little moments really filled out the whole 90 minutes of the film. We wanted to we worked a lot on establishing like each character, um, mm -hmm. like I, I wanted some more background or we wanted some more background on um, like my mother, because she's got some external struggles with her health and, and so on. And so a couple of times I had. Uh, gone up to help her with some of her procedures and then I captured some stuff uh, during those times and um, so so yeah so those context things I think were really important and like Pat said that's what we found ourselves kind of doing a lot of when we had to go back and fill in those gaps. Yeah, can I have how much it sits in too? Because um, I, you know, you know, for me, but being in Iron River and living with my mom, I kind of uh, picked up the slack too because I helped my mom way more too, and I appreciate Chad's help and and everything, and, and you know, you know, get the load off of, of him. But you know, with it, I helped my mom with everything. You know, I, you know, I, you know, if my mom says, um, do this for me or do that for me, or you know, I do that, and then after that, I just go upstairs and do my thing. But mostly, I do. The heavy lifting for my mom and stuff and mm -hmm. some things I can't do because of my height mm -hmm. so, but I'm, I'm always there to cut my mom's uh, phone anyway so mm -hmm. I you know I always helped her with a lot and stuff so mm -hmm. yeah that's that's very true I've, I've noticed that I almost wish we would have featured that more in the film the way um, Jasmine and Kate are kind of each other's caretaker a lot of the time mm-hmm um, so the film, Patrick, when you started this, like there was a, was there an intended message and that I'm assuming that changed and evolved as you got to get to know the family. So, and even like you said, you came in, like Chad said, someone needs to film this. And then it ended up like, this needs to be a feature length film. So then what was that intended message at the beginning that you were like processing through and how did that change and shift throughout, um, the whole process? Right. Well, uh, from the beginning when Chad, you know, told me about the play and showed me some pictures and some video of Jasmine, 
Um, I was a little, little nervous, honestly, because I have never known someone with Down syndrome, really. And uh, I did like a little research and I was thinking, well, well you know, wait, are we going to have to really cover all our bases here and, and make this kind of an educational film? But it, it turned out to be more of just um, a, a snapshot of Jasmine's life and from her point of view and really just specifically about her personality and her interests. Um, so I didn't really have to think about the broader Down syndrome community because um, right away when I met Jasmine, I knew she was entertaining enough in herself to uh, to fill the screen. So um, so the, the initial themes that I started thinking about when we were filming were, you know, just about the community coming together for all of it and, um, and Jasmine's sense of humor. But then um, there were a couple things that happened, like um, Jasmine kept bringing up this guy Billy who she had a crush on and um was kind of uh, heartbroken about that for a while and then Chad had just recently broken up with his girlfriend and and at first I thought well I don't think we should really get that personal or it's not really that important but we ended up making it like the start of the film mm -hmm. and so the part of the film really is about using art and your family and, and friends to get over a heartbreak um, mm -hmm. and then and then another uh, theme that I, I really was glad uh, that evolved was um, just kind of uh, about missing a father figure because um, you know Chad and Jasmine have never known each of their fathers they have different fathers um, I guess Chad got to meet his dad briefly um, before he passed away but was never a part of his childhood and but then Greg stepped in and became their adopted father and then in another way Chad is is kind of the um, patriarch of the family too just uh, looking out for jasmine and kate a lot of the time so um i just think that's you know a pretty important um thing to think about nowadays a lot, a lot of people are missing a father figure and um but you can find one if uh, you know or, or or they'll they'll appear when when needed mm -hmm. um oh go ahead jasmine yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it also in my recent year, because I think I was right that I never got to see my real father, mm -hmm. but then I tried to contact him um, uh, once before, and he had nothing to do with me at mm -hmm. all, and, and then I finally reached out to him one last time, and then we, were, I felt like I was really close trying to connect with my dad, you know, with my real father, and turned out that in 2017 he had passed wow i just found out that i have two younger sisters wow. and uh, named regan and wiley and they kind of um the other one kind of looks more like me and i was really uh, kind of shocked about that and i discovered that i have another aunt but on my dad's side and I don't know if I have more brothers and sisters because he has, you know, all these um, other women. I don't know for sure yet. But, um, um, you know, in the documentary, which Pat um, um, had, uh, had um, did a scene where at the end of the, um, the whole thing, at the end of the, my documentary, close to it, um, I said that, yeah, it was half yeah, that part was true that I said that that there was there was half of my half of my mom's words, but mostly is how I felt. And I and in part of my Down syndrome, 
I never had kids. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to, um, um, you know, put them at Down syndrome. I know some some Down syndrome women cannot barely have kids, and I can't. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of hurts me. And I channeled that through uh, through the play. Mm. But in my play, I can have kids, but not myself, but not me for real. Mm-hmm. And and seeing all these, you know, having you know babies, in, you know, in my life uh, right now is coming now, and my cousins are expecting, and my um, my brother's expecting, um, Pat is expecting, and and. And I'm really happy for them. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my brother and Pat and 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 their babies coming into the future and everything. And I'm really happy about that. But like deep down inside me, it hurts me every single day. And I and I can't, you know, keep replaying it, playing it over my mind. Yeah. I can have kids. I want to have kids. I. That's what I always say that I want to adopt a child and. And I do, and I want to, and I know my mom is going to be a, an absolute grandma, you know, to to, you know, to my brother's kid, but not me. I want to have one myself, but yeah. I can't put that. And that goes every single day in my life. Yeah. Jasmine, thanks for sharing that. That's so hard and hurts so much. You can hear that hurt. Thank you for sharing that. I'm really sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Jazzy, well, yeah. Well, go ahead, Sam. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, it makes me a little sad, and I know you feel that way as well. But I'm really happy and um, so for those people watching the the documentary it's kind of interesting that you know the story kind of continues every (laughs) every day so in the documentary um, there's a scene where I talk about um, you know I'm uh, 51 now and um, I've never had any children and so and I'm going through you know I, I thought that maybe I was close with this one woman and then things didn't work out and uh, and m- my mother says in one point in the documentary you know Chad's had a hard time with women <laughs> and of course I just want grandchildren she says mm. and um, and I found a wonderful woman and um, and we're gonna have a baby wow. you know? it's wow. amazing. and then and then Pat has also um, he's going to be a dad as well um, so Annie you know who was filming with us is is pregnant now and so we're both really excited about you know having these babies in our life and and doing everything we can to have Jasmine be part of that as well yeah. I mean yeah that's the the best I can do for you Jasmine and I can't wait to have you you know in our lives and and what's kind of unique is <laughs> when you have have season seven finally when we perform it um depending on what your gender is because you haven't told us yet right 
I guess you can either have Pat's baby or who's going to have a girl or mine because I'm having a boy and then you've got the, the baby in your play, you know? Maybe you so, have twins. Um, Maybe there's twins in the play, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be a twist. That would be a typical Jasmine twist right there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I am, um, um, you know, I, you know, I do understand what Chuck is saying that, that you know, I need to be part of, of these, um, you know, of these two babies' lives. You know, I'm going to yeah. be an MP and a fairy godmother to Pat's little girl, and I'm really blessed about that I really am and I am gonna probably put uh, these two babies in my play I do um you know one is um um I don't want to give too much photos away but yes um my nephew is gonna play my son and 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 my goddaughter is gonna be uh you know his sister so it'd be really actually I could actually um actually he is uh, the full truth. Okay. Um, I <laughs> hear it. Yes. Did I, was this always going to be the case, Jasmine, or did I actually just get to feed into the storyline? <laughs> <like? laughs> um, I, I just got took into the storyline. Yeah. But anyway, yes, that's how I, um, you know, I'm just so, and I am really happy for Pat and Chad and, and you know, being an auntie and a very godmother, you know, it's all both really good and everything but but that's you know kind of you know um even though um having these feelings out in the open about how I really feel that that pain would never go away yeah and I think it's just that thing in life that we have we have an opportunity opportunity to fit to learn how to hold or not of the both I call it the both and you're really excited to be an aunt and to celebrate with your friend and your brother and you're really sad at what you can't have. And it's happening at the same time. And you have to learn how to hold both of those. And your emotions are so valid. And as a mom hearing, as a mom to two children with Down syndrome, I'm going to cry too. And I have my son. Oh gosh, Jasmine, you're so sweet. I can't cry and talk, you guys. It's not something I do well. <clears throat> my daughter hasn't talked. She's 13. She hasn't talked a lot about wanting to be a mom. But my son, who's nine eight talks about it all the time, wanting to be a dad, you know, and, and if, and I want that for him, if that's what he wants and it's complicated when you have down syndrome. And so I just appreciate you sharing your heart, Desmond. It, I appreciate that a lot. It means a yeah. lot to me to hear that. So thank you for being so open and honest. Yeah. And, 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 and there's also some likes that I don't like about myself. Is this, it's me about, you know, when, you know, when you have down syndrome, you always get like black feet. I hate my feet. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to yeah. laugh. You're so sweet. I think you have really cute. You have really cute feet, Jasmine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it kind of, you know, um, make me, um, make me, um, make me lose my balance, and I yeah. trip over things, and and I don't, you know, I don't like that about myself. And some people make fun of the way I walk. Sometimes mm. they penguin and and stuff like that, and so like that. It kind of kind of hurts me yeah yeah um I I hear you talking and sharing and I think that like as a mom to a kid with Down syndrome and I haven't seen the film yet and I cannot wait but I've, I'm picking up on like that there's a lot of pieces 
touched on in terms of family dynamic and your own experience as a woman with Down syndrome and Chad as the brother with someone to Down syndrome, but I, and Jasmine, you're older than my kids are and I don't have Down syndrome. So I can only speak from my experience in the last 14 years as the mother to a daughter of, but it is like, there are things that I find to be challenging that are linked to Down syndrome that lead to like a sense of loss, like what you're sharing, right? Like the, you want to be a mom. And because you have Down syndrome, that's not an option for you. And there's a sense of loss there because of a diagnosis. But then there's this whole film, right? And there you are this woman who's brought together all of these incredible humans who would not have been brought together otherwise. And the lives that you've changed because of the uniqueness of you as a woman with Down syndrome um, is beautiful. And it's that, it's the both and there's it's hard and it's good all at the same time. And I can just tell in our short amount of time together that you, you embody that, that hard and that good, um, because of your diagnosis, because of who you are as a woman with down syndrome. So I'm grateful that your life yeah. is, is going to mm-hmm. be out in the world for people to know. Yeah. yeah thank you. And, and Jasmine, you get to serve as inspiration to a lot of people. You know, so I, many. We, we've had some great reactions to this film. Well, one, one woman after watching it told me that she's going to go finish her novel now. Um, and you know we've had people say oh I want to create my own play with my family now amazing um or I'm going to go make a a short film about my family so we've had uh it just it's just been really sweet to see people um be so interested in our movie and and, uh inspired I I see we have a special guest Um, listeners can't see it but my mother is on camera with Jasmine right now yeah, yeah. I wanted to say to the interviewer that each year gets better and better and better. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Human. Yeah, it really does. And she's also in this uh, play with me. She mm-hmm. plays my mother, Veronica Carrington. I say thanks for sharing the screen with me for a minute. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. welcome anytime. <laughs> I love it. We love a mom drop in. It's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about let's go to hollywood jasmine because okay correct me if i'm wrong here because i can fill in the things i miss so you're you love hollywood and hollywood stars and your plays have over the years have been based on with that in mind right like isn't matthew mcconaughey a character is he a character in all of your plays from the first one to now uh yes okay yeah okay yeah, so he- you have a love for hollywood for hollywood stars and then you got to go to hollywood for the first time just last yeah. week right oh i want to i want to I add one more significant okay. celebrity to that list uh she also had a relationship with mark Wahlberg. okay yeah, um and and he she ends up actually uh, cheating on that. matthew with mark Wahlberg in oh. the play okay uh, yeah and then she has mark Wahlberg's baby. Uh, so that's where some of the drama uh, comes into play. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, like my mom uh, pitched in, um, she said that also I also had um, um, a brief encounter with Santa Volta as well. In the play. And, and, yeah, and then yeah. I was lucky. I got to play the part of John Travolta in the play yeah. as well. Yeah, this yes. is all my favorite thing and, ever. And Heather, 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 if you st- if you, Heather, if you stick around long enough, Jasmine's probably going to put you in the play. So no, I'm like on careful. a plane. I'm on a plane. <laughs> when and where? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little uh, vibe. 
you know, um, about about Heather here too. Mm -hmm. So I think um, maybe like Katie Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, and yes, no, Jasmine, we're going to have to touch base after this. I don't mm -hmm. know that we can be in seven, but maybe eight. And my son, August, um, he is our little thespian. He loves theater and he is an That's actor cool. and loves to be in performances. So maybe there's a spot for him too. He will be performing. Uh, we'll be performing it. We decided on next summer. We'll put okay. something together because yeah. that way we will, because uh, Pat yeah. and I are a little busy right now with expecting um, Babies, yeah. others. Yeah. And, uh, and we're, we're still finishing up the festival circuit. Mm -hmm. um, but we've had some other people, um, you know, slight <laughs> celebrities show some interest in perhaps being part of uh, the next performance. And so if we do it, we want to do it right. Oh, Maybe my. Get, oh some, my. <laughs> get a little crew together, film mm -hmm. it, and see what yeah, happens. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, there's like a whole uh, pixel list of, uh, I got gathered up all the way. I, I got all these pixels, my magazines, online to waiting put in the play as we speak okay. every time. We'll make it happen. Yes. No, I think that one, like you guys are just getting started with this. This is just getting into the world and it's going to get in all the right places. And we're going to have the people, Matthew McConaughey, it's going to star as Matthew McConaughey in your play. Let's just say it, <laughs> right? Throw it out or whatever your dream is. <laughs> and, and Jasmine, uh, so we went to the Walk of Fame and Jasmine going down the Walk of Fame, it's like quicksand because every star she sees, she wants to stop and talk and yeah. Uh, pay tri pay tribute and uh and right outside our uh, the theater was matthew mcconaughey's star so that was like one of the first ones we saw so that was cool yeah. that is so cool um chad have you played that part in the past is this correct oh, that's for six seasons okay yeah. so i've always been matthew yeah <laughs> which is interesting so i got to marry my uh sister you know yeah. <laughs> and my mom my step uh or she's my mother-in-law which is kind of funny that's funny. Uh, that's but funny. yeah no it's been great i mean i think that it'll happen i think that um we you know we we have some connections uh, the film may be on matthew's radar we know at least you know he has kind of a digital packet of stuff and uh it's in the right hand so we're we're fostering something but i Love think it. you know i'm confident yeah. about something happening that's so good <laughs> cross your fingers so yeah. good um i don't know matthew mcconaughey personally i have three friends who do podcasts and have interviewed him personally and what i hear is that he is just a very lovely guy so he is he's an amazing man okay he's amazing um chad how would you feel if matthew took your spot you're booted or do oh, you play yeah. you still play matthew and he has to come in as like an extra <laughs> Yeah, I think it might be fun if he like plays me. That would you know, be so good. He plays my brother. <laughs> He's got to be Jasmine's brother. I love it. I think that would be better. <laughs> I love it. You heard it here first, friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we do have, you know, I mean, uh, on our kind of like sort of pipe dream thing is uh, we, we have a fourth act uh, that we could add to the film if, um, if, if Matthew would be willing cool it'd be a cute little scene it'd be easy to film and so that that would be fantastic but you know yeah. we're at the very least hoping for an acknowledgement 
Yeah. Like yeah. good film, all right, Jasmine. And I think that'll happen, but we'll we'll see. We're mm -hmm. open to whatever. But we've had so much success already that at this point all the add-ons are just like dessert, you know? So oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I you have had so much success already. I I feel like you're just it's just getting started. I think this is the very beginning of of all the goodness, all the goodness to come. Okay, Jasmine, how was Hollywood? Oh my God, it was amazing. I had a great time. Um, I went to uh, a, um, to a gay pride parade, uh -huh. which I love. It was really fun and got to see every every people uh, dance and have a good time. I got some cool stuff and I got to meet uh, my mother idol, Paula, Paula Abdul who is a grand marshal and who um, also who has to kiss me. I talked to her about that. Um, so Ooh, we got a, we got a great picture of her and Paula Abdul together. Oh, it was sweet. neat. Yeah. Yeah. And then his left, I said uh, to her, um, her favorite title, um, you know, I, you know, I was, I was listening to her music and I said, straight up, right in front of her. And <laughs> So I loved it, you know, and she's also a director too, which I love. Um, she um, helped directed um, um, a, um, um, a remake of Romy and Michelle, High School Reunion, and I watched it, it was really good. But yeah, um, LA was uh, the best. I got to see um, um, Celebrity Homes. I got to see Michael Jackson's house. I got to see a little bit of shopping malls uh, 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 was set in Clueless, the movie. Mm -hmm. And um, then I got to see a little bit of the set of Thrill Liars, which mm -hmm. I, I like. And my favorite, um, uh, um, favorite studio is my favorite is Desperate Housewives set, mm -hmm. which I got to see. And I mean, every house that they lived in. And... Um, and um, oh, and my all-time favorite one was I Warner Brothers. Was I'm a huge uh, Friends fanatic. Okay. I watched all the seasons, and I'm a total Rachel, <laughs> you know, and Friends. Huh. Yeah, because um, I'm well. I know about my brother and Pat. They don't watch Friends, but I do, and it's a really good show. Very uh, therapeutic, and you have a good <clears> laugh and. Um, you know, I um, I made myself um, up a character um, on Friends uh, uh, named Regina, uh, uh, Regina Green, who is the older sister of Rachel. Okay. And so, so yeah, it's um, really well, great. I'm so glad I went to Hollywood. And, and, and you, well, you got to order a drink at Central Park Cafe, which was pretty oh, neat. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. And we... So. And we sat on the, we got a picture on the couch in front of the fountain. Yes. And we sat in Monica Mitchell's apartment. That's so, so that fun. So fun. That's yeah. good. I only live about an hour, an hour and a half from all of that. I'm very close to oh, nice. Hollywood and LA. Yeah. That's that so fun. fun. You, you got to do a lot of fun things. Yeah. And then Pat, yeah. the last day you had already left, but Jasmine and I ended up going to the wax museum. And it was amazing because pretty much every celebrity 
that is in Jasmine's play was in the Wax Museum. Yeah. <laughs> so, except for Matthew. Matthew wasn't there, Jasmine, but everybody yeah. else was. You yeah. know, Mark Wahlberg and um, Selena. Selena was there and, and Michael and, and everybody. Oh. It was pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. And yeah. even her, she's a big horror fan. So Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees were there. So. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was neat. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jasmine, did you come home having experienced all that, just feeling more inspired as you're, as a writer and do you, do you, what are the roles you consider yourself like writer, director, or producer? Are you doing everything for the play? Are you doing all of it? Oh, wow. I am. A, um, yes, I'm yes. Yeah. That did inspire me and I'm going to do some more stuff, uh, do more spinoffs and then stuff like that. And and also, um, I think I am a writer, director, and a and, and a little bit of a fashion designer too as well. So okay. I know what uh, you know looks good and what's not look mm -hmm. good. Like orange, by the way, no. Okay. Call the fuck, please. Okay. So, and Jasmine, you you're also uh, you also host your own podcast as well. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Yes, I do um, host a, 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 a podcast called Jasmine's Fairytale Reality Incorporated. It's all, uh, all pop culture, uh, trivia knowledge, and I beat all of all Pat's local friends, who also is also a big point to Pat. And um, there's one, ep one episode uh, called Scary Movies, and I um, played this game called Game Movies with uh, the director, who was another director who did horror films. I named Jim Reed. I beat him because I know all the horror, horror movie genre, and it was fun. But so, so I about, just to clarify, I I come up with the questions. Uh, Jasmine yeah. doesn't know them ahead. Of, Jasmine doesn't know the answers ahead of time, and then she competes with the other guests that we find. So yeah, the. Our friend Jim Reed is a real horror fanatic, but Jasmine beat him uh, anyway. So yeah. it was pretty fun. We had we, we had questions about the Scream movies, Halloween movies, Nightmare on Elm Street, and and Jasmine. What else? What else did we talk about? Um, I think we also. Oh God, I know there's a lot, but um, I think yeah, um, there was one where Patrick dressed up as a clown, and I and I was just wait punching him. Like clowns, yeah. No, I do not like clowns at all. You have clownophobia. Thank you. Yes. up when I was I never liked clowns, but you know, but to me, Chad like polar opposites. You know, he's you know he likes clowns. I don't. He he's still scared of the Easter Bunny, Chad is, but I'm not. <laughs> Don't tell my secrets. <laughs> this is all a podcast that we can listen to. Yep, you can you can find it, Jasmine. What what's the website where they can find it? Uh, it's called You can also go on YouTube 
And if you uh, want to listen to it, you can go on uh, Spotify or iTunes. Uh, you can find it there. And yeah, you can watch it or listen to it, whatever you want. Or you can take your kids to school, you can listen to it. But it's really fun. Um, there is uh, season 13, all episodes. But, you know, since, um, since then, pods have not um, able to do the complete of the whole season yet because of, you know, all of this, you know, um, you know, all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have, we have, we have four podcasts ready, but then we have 13 coming total. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Also in, in the space coming. So maybe next summer he will probably him out some more broadcasts. He's going to take a little sabbatical and, and help with this season, uh, season 13. And then after that's done, we might go back. And after we're done, we can do season 14 after that. Very cool. And we'll have, we will have links on our show notes um, at theluckyfewpodcast.com to everything mentioned here. So our listeners can easily find all of this in case they're driving and they didn't write it all down. Okay. Where... I want to talk about this forever and I wish we were all just in the same room together, hanging out and I'm coming your way at some point in life. Okay. Our paths were going to cross in real life. Um, I appreciate you guys, all three of you sharing. So honestly, and transparently and putting this film together, putting your lives together. I can't wait to see it. How do we see it? How do we watch this film? Um, But the film is uh, exclusive right now to festivals, Um, but you can find the trailer, which is a great trailer on our website, ironfamilyfilm.com. You can also watch a couple extra clips on there. And our podcast includes a little bit of uh, sneak peeks at the film as well. And, um, and so if you follow us on Facebook, uh, Facebook forward slash Iron Family Film, uh, you can, you can uh, get updates on our schedule. So you'll see what, what our upcoming film festivals are. We'll we announce them on there. Um, and so uh, we're looking for distribution right now. Hopefully okay. it'll be available on, you know, Hulu or Netflix or uh, HBO or something sometime soon or, or Apple, who knows. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, if we don't get picked up by any, any of those, um, we will, you know, um, probably just put it up on um, YouTube or, or wherever we can for a small price and, um and people can watch it that way. So no, no plans to release it right away. But if any of your listeners want to, listeners really want to see it, um, they can just email me and I'll send them a private link as long as they promise not to show show it to anybody. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and you can find my and you can find my email on the website, but it's Patrick at ironfamilyfilm.com. Very cool. And I'm gonna say when a when it's picked up for distribution because it's going to happen you guys and then we're all going to get to watch it um and when that i'm gonna say when that happens please let us know and then we'll we'll just come on real quick and we'll make sure to let our audience know and have everybody be supporting that yeah yeah for sure i hope on netflix i'm hoping that that'd be great so it'd it'd be really great if that happens um you know, keeping my prayers open, options, crossing my fingers. So I hope it will be on Netflix and stuff like that. It'd be really great to to have that. And yeah, I'm very cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very grateful and very happy about it. And 
thank you know, thank you for having us on this uh, uh, podcast and yeah so I hope um, things will be um, start to um, uh, uh, look it up for us so it'd be yeah. really great thank so you. good so good Jasmine thank you do you do you know how many more festivals you're going to be at like do you have that already planned out or it or it's um, oh, I, I don't know how the festival circuit works. No, but I think my ancient and Pat uh, probably knows it, but um, I think we have a couple more uh, to go. Um, Two festivals. So if any of your listeners are in Michigan, we have one in Bay City, Michigan uh, in September. We have one in St. something, <laughs> Michigan, uh, right, right at the the border there between the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula there's a bridge that goes across and we have a film festival there sue st marie thanks thanks chad and that one's gonna be in is that in august chad no i think it's later i think it's uh september september okay so yeah so we have two two local ones in september in michigan we're hoping for Traverse City. That's the one that uh, Michael Moore uh, founded mm-hmm. and, and runs uh, and looks at all the films. Uh, so that would be a big one for us. Um, but other than that, I think we're kind of nearing the end of our festival run because okay. after you go through a whole year of submitting, then um, most festivals don't really let you submit a second time. Okay. And so, yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of, uh, you know, just because of the schedule, uh, reaching the end of our festival run. Mm-hmm. And, and I should add though, that we'll probably be doing some select screenings with local like groups, um, cool. like Gigi's Playhouse already sponsored a, a virtual screening with us and the Wiseman Center in Wisconsin, uh, sponsored a virtual screening, um, the arts for all, uh, organization in Wisconsin, um, sponsored a screening. So, we're, if anybody out there wants to host their own uh, screening of Iron Family, we're all all for that, and we'll you know give it to you for a really cheap rate. Um, yeah. So anywhere you want, yeah. yeah. I might do um, um, if it's possible if we find out that if we can do one in Crystal Falls because my cousin Jen and Jackie lives there in Crystal Falls, Michigan. And I'm hoping we can do another screening in my hometown in Iron River because I want everybody to come there to, you know, you know, to see that too. Mm-hmm. So hoping that I could, you know, break down some barriers for that. Okay. I mm-hmm. would like to do a screening with the Lucky Few podcast audience and we're going to do it in Southern California. So I don't know how to do that, right. but we'll be in touch. Right. I'm serious. I, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Big news. You heard Big it news. You heard it here first. You heard it here. There's twins coming and a screening um, in Southern California. But really, I'm gonna make we're gonna make this happen. Okay. I we're gonna wrap this up. Does anybody, Jasmine, Patrick, Chad, have any last anything we missed? Any last minute information that you're just thinking of before we head out? So, do we have any information out there, Pat, Chad? Yeah, I think we announced, you know, the ironfamilyfilm.com is the place to go. But I always like to ask Jasmine, do you have any final words of wisdom for us? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, um, I always tell this to everybody, but I'm going to um, shake it up a little bit. Um, but my last words are to say that this film is amazing, amazing. And um, when everybody, um, um, every interview I say, um, 
uh, who do you want people to um, go out of the theater and and see what happens? And I say to, and I say to them always, I said, I want people to walk away with a smile on their face or and um, to um, you know pay. I I want them to walk away with their health health high and always keep keep always you know you know believe in yourself and try to make the day better and you know and make you feel like you you finally um relate to the characters um in this film you know if you have a um have not a, you know to relate to each character in my film like saying like one um, if you don't have an actual father, or if you're dealing with uh, struggles in your life or anything, you know, you can relate to that person in a way. And and maybe that will make you feel a little bit more special, you know, and, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, um, you don't have to, um, you know, compare yourself to anybody, but I do that sometimes too, but I don't show it on film. Mm-hmm. And, but um, you don't have to tell, you don't have to, um, you have to say true to yourself and um, to um, not let anybody drag you down or give, you know, or drag you down or don't give up on yourself. Do not let anyone, anyone in your family say, do not let anybody in your whole family, all your friends, all your brother, or your or anybody, not tell you not to do something that you want. You do not let anybody tell you what not to do or who to date, and that is not right at all. This, you know, keep what you're doing, do it all the way through, and it make you feel like you're in LA, LA in a cosmic world, and make you who you are today. Be true to yourself and be uh, a wonderful person that you are. Yes. And that will make you feel like you're in heaven. Okay. I love it. Be true to yourself. Be who you are. We say around here, you do you. Jasmine, Thank I love you. that. I love that word. Thank you so much. Um, Jasmine Ferry is her brother, Chad Ferries, director, producer, Patrick Longstreth. Thank you guys so much for making this film putting it in the world for taking time to talk with me today it means so much and mom yes <laughs> thank you guys for your time uh, we will be in touch and we are cheering you on thanks heather thanks for having us see ya All right, you guys. So there's so much there to get to or to to learn more about. Um, I'm so thankful that we got to have this interview and spend this time together. And make sure that you show your support for Jasmine and Chad and Patrick, their whole family, by going over to the website and following along. If you can show up at a festival, I'm really serious about bringing it to Southern California. So that's something you also are serious about and want to partner with us on that. Let's make that happen. It'd be so amazing. Um, I'm really grateful for this conversation. Make sure you share it with family and friends 
And it's time to wrap it up now. So thank you again for being on the show, Jasmine, Chad, and Patrick. Um, thank you to Josh Avis for editing this episode and Val Schleter for producing it. And if you did like this episode, which I know you did, share it with all your friends and family right now. Do that. Share it. Don't forget to subscribe and check out theluckyfewpodcast.com for all the show notes and everything we talked about today. Make sure you're following us on social media at the Lucky Few Pod, where you can stay up to date with everything we got going on. And hey, listener, don't forget you are slaying it and we love you so much. We're here cheering for you. Can't wait to be together next week. See you then or be together then. Bye. Bye.